0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband and Abby, I I is I are in
1: shock. I'm extremely dear upset. I'm
0: my son got married dear in
1: a minute. She was very happy. Dear Ann Landers, Lander. I, Lander. 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 I didn't I Lander. see a woman she, she
0: thinks way too much, much. She, she had to get married. Dear Pod.
1: Do you, ever, do you remember 9 to 5 when... I um,
0: remember everything about 9 to 5. Grill me.
1: When, the, when <laughs> Dolly Parton goes out in the car and she opens up the trunk and she realizes it's the wrong dead body. Yes. And each time her head comes out, she's like, Violet, can you come back here for a second? Oh, what the hell? Judy, can you come back here for a <laughs> My doctor, he's like, uh, he like went in and he's like, you know she has a broken tooth, right? No. Yeah, it's a dead tooth. So, uh, root canal. Oh, or I can just pull it out.
0: <laughs> time, like, like, Why does he keep doing the head? He's like behind like, the curtain. It's a chihuahua. Yeah, like, I'm
1: like, just invite me in.
0: Wait, is she getting a gynecological workup? Why is she behind yeah, a curtain? I
1: don't know. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. He's like, so we can uh, send her to someone else, and then you can come to me to get the teeth cleaned. I'm like, no, I'm not going to put her under twice.
0: No. For- <laughs>
1: For her tooth I'm like, no, you're just extracting. All okay. in one. Oh yeah. And she has a UTI. <gasps> oh, fuck.
0: And you're just watching like, the bill rack up I'm and like, up and up.
1: I'm like, you come out here one more fucking time.
0: Why does she keep getting UTIs? Is she going to Fire Island? I What's guess. happening?
1: So then I I, you know, give her to him and I get uh, I give him a call. And he's got like the, the bedside manner of like nurse ratchet. I'm like, telling you. But which I absolutely love.
0: Oh really? Yeah.
1: Because it's like he likes Ooh. the dogs more than you. It's like, a little masochistic. Yeah. yeah. So like, she's fine. She's fine. Oh. Yeah, we, we got all four of those teeth out. I'm like, there was one. I said, what do you mean there was four?
0: <laughs> well, you know, I went in there and I was like, these aren't, you know, Not so like- hot. But then I also put the diamond in the front tooth. So I'm, I, are you cool with yeah. that? And, and you- grills in the bottom.
1: And I did her nails. So the acrylics are really nice. You
0: know, like Madonna circa two years ago when she decided to get a whole new she front She used grip?
1: that fucking grill. I don't understand. Like, does she know that she sounds like a fucking moron? Because I can't understand what she's saying because the the air is not going between her teeth anymore.
0: I want to believe that at the end of the day she puts it in that little like barbicide glass before she goes to bed. Yeah, lets it sort of you know clean up overnight like a fixident situation.
1: I hope she goes back and like after she's done. Making an ass out of herself. She unzips whatever garb that <laughs> she's on. And she's really just back to like Madonna, who's that girl? Just the like, bustier girl. and the blonde. Like, yes.
0: Like, Ray of light Madonna. Yeah. Like just relaxed. Baby voice. Beachy Madonna. wave. Yeah. Any of that. Oh, rest in that. peace. Uh, rest in rest peace, Madonna, Madonna. 12.8. <laughs> okay. So some things to unpack because I haven't seen you in a minute. Okay. Since I've seen you last. I have had the jury duty. (laughs) D-O-O-D-Y. Okay. And now this new thing they're doing is that you don't have to show up at the court. It's a Zoom. And you think, oh, that's awesome because I don't have to leave my house.
1: This is the New Jersey thing? Could very well be.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. So you think it's a good thing. And then you realize you are on a Zoom with 500 people. 500 of which are the dumbest human beings you have ever been in a Zoom with. So now picture the person in your family who is completely technologically incapable. Okay. Now multiply that times 500. Okay. They're all on a Zoom. The dumbest people in New Jersey are in one Zoom room. And they opened it up. Included. And, oh no! I was five oh one. I don't include myself in this. I was looking at the numbers the whole time, and I was watching the numbers change. People are just logging off the Zoom. People are just disappearing. But when <laughs> so eight thirty, sounds very Jersey. It. Oh, it's very Jersey. Like so somebody was like, "I don't want to be here. This is stupid."
1: The disappearing jury.
0: Oh, CSI is on. Click, and then they leave the Zoom room. They don't know they're doing
1: it. Jag's on.
0: (laughs) I got to go. Here's just a a, a delicious chef's kiss handful of highlights from the day. So 830, I log on. I actually took a shower for this thing. I didn't have to. But I was like, you know what? (sighs) Dress for success. Exactly. Dress for the job you don't want. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry Noody. Put that on a pillow. (laughs) So Zoom room opens. 500 people roll into this Zoom room. Now, they do not, I don't know why they didn't figure out to mute everybody when they entered. They do, I'm so telling you. So 500 people
1: are talking at the same time?
0: Like, New Jersey is is one big Wix page of, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, technologically. So 500 people enter a Zoom room not on mute. 500 of them can't figure out where the mute button is on the Zoom page. so as, So everybody flushes into this room, and I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so much, the noises of New Jersey fucking homes. You're in your house. So finally, everything sort of calms down. They're still not on mute, but the jury, the woman who's supposed to be running the jury duty thing gets into the page, and she was like, good morning, everybody. Everybody. Starts saying good morning. Oh, God. Everybody. It's the
1: opening of, like, Beauty and the Beast. Good morning, Belle. (laughs) Good morning.
0: (laughs) There goes the baker with his, put your pants on. (laughs) Because they told a guy that he had to get out of bed. So everybody says good morning. This goes on for, I'm not joking, because I timed it, seven minutes. Because everybody
1: wants to be heard. What are you on, Hollywood Squares? You have to address everyone (laughs) in the corner.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And Jim J. Bullock is good right morning, in the Good morning, Jim middle. J.
1: Bullock. Good morning, Whoopi Goldberg. Good morning.
0: <laughs> hey, Seth Bruce Valanche. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> you know, and it, it went on. I was crying. I could not stop laughing. And I was like, and we're off to the races, kids. So.
1: Did you have to sit through like the, the Diane Sawyer?
0: Yes. Like, the
1: Welcome to jury duty. I'm Diane Sawyer. And I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because I make more money than you. I, I've been I, phased out of the system. <laughs> I am above reproach and I above the law. I, like I'm Oprah, Diane Sawyer.
1: don't have to be here. The
0: worst part about these videos that they show you, because now that it's on Zoom and nobody can figure it out, and you hear people going, I can't hear the video. Can you turn up the video? Can you turn up? So they're trying to tell everybody to mute themselves. Now they're going through. They have to take roll call. They are taking attendance for 500 people 500 of the dumbest people in new jersey 501 sure so they're going through taking <clears throat> role this went on for so i logged on at eight thirty. it's now noon
1: well, it took you from
0: because to- people can't figure out how to unmute and mute themselves when necessary, and every time they kept trying to get information from somebody, there was a woman going, "My name is Sonia Carla. Okay, Sonia, <laughs> we're gonna get to you. Just, just stay. Just, just give us. I'm Sonia Carla. I was like, "Oh my god!" You have
1: 500 grandmas from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
0: Exactly, and they're all in one Zoom room. And together. they all wrapped up their cat. But the best part is. Put the wine away. You're on video. I wrote that quote down. It's, it's 10 a.m. when somebody said sure. that. I'm well, taking, I'm it's time 5 stamping somewhere. Like, I could be Judy, the court reporter in this situation. Put the wine away. You're on video. And then they told a guy he had to get out of bed. Sir, you have to get out of bed. We're treating this like it's a court proceeding. And I'm like, somebody is literally... I just started at one point looking at everybody's backgrounds, looking where they were, looking sure. at what was going on, because I want to know what's happening in New Jersey homes that are on jury duty. And then, <clears throat> so they finally... So so you're going to get a that You got a questionnaire in your email. We're going to go through it. They bring us through to the courtroom. So now we see the courtroom. and All they're doing is going through the questionnaire. This is was a disaster. It's now 2 o'clock. It got to the point where the judge was like, you know what? Everybody take a lunch break. (laughs) Everybody take a break. And when we come back at 3 o'clock, just shut up and listen to what I have to say about this questionnaire. Nobody understood what the hell was happening. And then we find out it's a criminal case. And they said, you will be in jury duty with this criminal case for three months. And the Zoom exploded. It- <laughs> 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 oh! <laughs> the yelling, I'm not even, ju- I can't do this. I have a kid. I have a job. I can't, I can't. And the whole time the jury. pick a And Diane Sawyer, it's an honor and a privilege to be part of our judicial. Fuck you, Diane. I'm coming to your house. Voix is an important part of, fuck you, Diane. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, uh, sorry to bother you on this trip. Is sir anyone who knows how to fly a plane?
0: Ah! <laughs> that's that's exactly what I said, right? That's exactly what I said to Jules. I said it is like airplane. There's a girl with boobs running around. There's like two Hari Krishnas. It's chaos, <laughs> chaos in the Zoom room. I can't even tell. I at that point I was in tears. I was laughing so hard because I was like the reality. That now we're in a criminal case and get this, it's a murder trial. Murder. It's everything I have ever wanted.
1: So you're the only one like, I'll do it.
0: Yeah, I was like, (laughs) sign me up. I don't care. And then I got knocked out. Why? Because they said, I was like, if I'm being honest, they said, do you have any problem with these dates? And then we're going to put you in a separate Zoom room. And you know how you can raise your hand on Zoom? They said, everybody mute yourself. If you have a problem with these dates for the next two months, raise your hand. All the hands go up. Of course they do. So now they have to create separate Zoom rooms so that they can take uh, individual, they can voir dire everybody. Mm -hmm. Separate Zoom rooms, 150 people each. She killed me. We got out of there at five o'clock. So from 8.30 to five, I was on Zoom. And so the question I answered was, do you have any problem with these dates? And Yes. Who's not going to have problems with those dates?
1: No, That's I'm free. I'm free for I'm the free next free three months. I'm free as a bird. <laughs> I'm
0: for the next three months, you have got me from 8.30 to 5, Monday to Friday.
1: I've got an Orange Theory class. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna look some stamps. I started
0: Tracy Anderson online, so if we can like work around that, I can totally oh, yeah, yeah, sit yeah, on it. I
1: have this TV VCR repair class I, do <laughs> online, I, I, guess I could I'm do online. I'm taking it one these way. online
0: classes at Drive, but they're flexible. Right. I mean, I'll just make them. I'll make up yeah. the credits in like it's my May.
1: safety school
0: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was so so I did get knocked out, That's but then so this was what February 14th, and then I get. The mail yesterday, you've been called for jury duty on April 4th. They want me so bad. And it's a criminal case. It's like the Murdaugh trial, (laughs) if you're watching any of that. Oh, my God. Tune in, because it's so Southern. It's so Dynasty. It's so ridiculous. Dynasty's not Southern. Well, I don't really know. Dallas. Dallas. That's what I'm thinking. It's a very Southern murder situation. This guy is guilty AF.
1: Well, of course he is. Of
0: course he is. And he got beady eyes.
1: I, I was reading some transcript where he's like, yes. And then I, I ran out and I held her. I turned my son over because he was like choking on his blood or whatever. <laughs> and the police were like, well, yeah, we found him. Uh, not a speck of blood on him at all. So if you held your son who just had his <sighs> brain blown out uh, and you don't have any <laughs> On have you. Blood on he you. is
0: a moron. And he likes to change his story depending on what new information comes out. And he was saying, oh, I was I was gone the whole night and I came back and they were shot. And then they were like, but we found this Snapchat video of your son five minutes before the murders happened and we hear your voice on it. And he's like, did I say I was gone? I meant that I was near <laughs> the dog kennels looking at the dog. And- no,
1: I said I was with Don. Dawn. Dawn, it takes yeah. grease out of your pan. So I was, you, I was washing blood, I was washing dirt off my hands.
0: Yeah, and they're like, "Did you steal hundreds of thousands of dollars from your clients?" No, no, I never did anything of that. One girl gets on this on the stand She's like, "He took five million dollars from me." Did I say stole?
1: What I said was, "I have a mink stole." <laughs> That I like to wear if I can go get it because it's really chilly up here.
0: I wear Dr. Scholes. That's what I said. I wear Dr. Scholes. Y'all misheard me. It's not my fault.
1: Uh, I, I love, didn't do I it. I love the the Southern plain dumb.
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, sure. I guess I I guess I misspoke. Now didn't I?
0: And it's so Southern. Like he uses Southern turns of phrase, so it's so Blanche Devereaux at the same time. He's like, "Well, it's hotter than a hen in a whorehouse." And it- <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's names, he's not using like their proper names. Like the kid's name is Paul, who was killed. And they have a cousin named Rogan. And he has another kid named Buster because it's the South and you gotta.
1: That or a dog.
0: Exactly. And and Maggie was his his wife's name. So every time he's like, when I think about Mags and Papa hanging out with Ro-Ro and Bussyfuck, why I just think Funny B and Jimmy Johns and <laughs>
1: It's like listening to when what? Reba McIntyre talks or it says any kind of story you're like I don't know what decade or uh century I'm in.
0: Yeah, it's very 1850s. Yeah. And
1: I'm like wait, you had running water at some point, right? Yeah, <laughs> you what
0: you lived on a slave plantation? I'm very confused. I mean,
1: even like <laughs> even Dolly Part, when she talks like it's still, like, she makes it seem like everything was fantastic, despite the fact she's like, you know, we didn't have any running water. It was, like, more of, like, a non, non-sequitur. non Like, yeah, we didn't have any running water. And sometimes you had to sleep with my dad. But anyway, <laughs> it, like it was, like, a, like nothing. But some of these people are like, you're, I'm like, I don't even know. Is that English? you do not even finishing words. Did you just say Zatarain? Yeah. What's
0: happening? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you got to tune into it. It's very, I, you know, I'm starting. And the best part is Netflix already has a documentary out about it. Of course. We're not done with it. I'm at this point starting to think that Netflix is murdering people just so yeah. they have content. Yeah. And, and, and we're ahead interest. of it. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's why making of a murder, they lost interest. Uh, well, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Sorry we killed that woman, but... <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, right, we, we did the best we could.
1: We ruined this guy's life.
0: <laughs> all right. It's time, everybody. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Keith Morrison. And
1: I'm Linda Hamilton.
0: And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple reg. Can I hear it? So join in the fun. Come on, everyone, I know where. Because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're uh, we're putting them on the stand and we're making them sweat and we're showing them things that they can't deny. We're making them say things about ro-ro and Pompo. po oh, 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 oh. That's also my share, which well, is also my impression of a horse. Oh, well. Thank you very much. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at DearPodOfficial on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Check out our website, DearPodOfficial.com. We're going to be dusting things up over there, making them prettier. It's time. It's time. It's been four years, damn it. Email us, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Let us know if you like the show and give us an advice question that we shall answer right here on the air. And finally, a most important air. I'm really stuck in the South now. Finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash official, where for a mere $3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. We have some more and more people joining every day. And also, please listen, rate, review, and subscribe, will you, on that there, YouTube? Because we got to push our numbers up, baby. Things are hard for us in the South Zatarainz. And one of the (laughs) awesome things... (laughs) I just choked my own throat for
1: that. I think one day we should have zatarans, Like when we had those rum balls. I think one with day we with our like, stomachs. Da, 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 da,
0: I want you to think long and hard before you introduce jambalaya to your lower is? intestine. Oh I thought it
1: was like I thought it was just like a rice dish.
0: It's like a spicy rice or something. Zatarans. I don't know. It's got a spice packet. It's spicy.
1: Well, you can eat it without the spice. So then it's just rice.
0: Yeah. Then oh. it's just Irish. Which is apropos, because we're coming up on... Can I get the spices. Zatarans?
1: <laughs> but the Irish for
0: Can I get the Zatarans on the side? <laughs> <laughs> can you just take the spices out and just put it over so yeah. I can control, like salad yeah. dressing? I'll dip mm-hmm. my fork in it. I'm just going
1: to gentrify my, my rice packet, if yeah. that's
0: okay. gently, gently. And a po' boy, please. Thank you very much. Thank what you. What did
1: you say, ma'am? Po' Never boy. Never mind.
0: <laughs> it's it's a problematic can't say that. word. for yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we're doing this thing. Also, we're doing this thing live on April 19th, 9.30 at Caveat in New York City, Lower East Side. Come out, come through. We're doing it for the first time live. And we're also uh, giving you a live stream option. So if you are one of our followers who is in Japan or France, because we have them out there, and that guy uh, who once talked to us on the Facebook Live from, like, Israel or something. Indonesia. Indonesia? That's where he was from. Yes. Israel, Indonesia. Same. They thing. both begin with I. Right. I wasn't good in school. No, you so were not So there good. we go. Uh, yes. So check it out. You can live stream it. We're going to have all these, these things blasted on all the socials and things like that Caveat information.
1: Site? Uh, address site?
0: Caveat. No. Oh, yes. You can get tickets at caveat.com. That's C A V E A T. Dot com Go check it out. April nineteenth, nine thirty p.m. We will be there. You will be there. Buffle Lenny, Suckle Lenny. Let's do this. That's from uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, sorry, that was a bridge too far.
1: I mean, I remember it, but I don't remember it word for word.
0: Well, you should, because that's what my brain is full of useless facts and information that will never be handy in everyday life.
1: Um, real quick, just so you and the two listeners know, Okay. no one needs to watch the Whitney Houston movie.
0: You did it so that we don't have to. Yes. Wait, I you paid to see it in the movie theater? No,
1: I did not. Okay. I have it at home.
0: Did I you buy it. it from somebody on the subway? No.
1: Someone, uh, I have a Screener? weird, yeah, something like that. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> it is, once I found, I'm like, this woman looks nothing like Whitney Houston. And then I find out that she's British. I'm like, this woman, Whitney uh, Houston is from Newark, New Jersey. I mean. And then I'm like, something's wrong about her teeth. Fake teeth, because the woman who plays it is British, and her, she has a huge gap. So they gave this woman, so the, now she looks like. Caps? Yes. She looks like Deborah Wilson from Mad TV. Yeah, I felt like she was going to break into like, like a skit. Uh uh-uh. I was waiting for it. And they clipped okay. that story along like. Like. I'm like, you, we're just gonna, oh, gloss over all the drug everything. use. Like, yes, but no. It's like all of a sudden she sings a song. Next thing she's a pop star. Next thing she's pregnant. Next thing it's the bodyguard. Like one after the. Uh. I'm like, wait, that, I don't think that's how the. Well, this is you're really miss. I what? Mm.
0: Why did... so they they were like we can't linger too long in any one place. Correct. How long was the movie?
1: I think like two hours. No. And then um then towards the end, they're talking about like this medley that she does, which I don't know many people that like this medley. It's Whitney Houston does this like, um, I love you, Porgy from Porgy and Bess. I am telling you. And then I have nothing from the bodyguard. Mm -hmm. Oh my God,
0: I haven't thought about that soundtrack in so long.
1: So this medley is like, I don't know how long ago. And for some reason, it's a, a thing in the movie, which is a strange touchstone they, they linger on it for a really long time. You're like, this is like, what the fuck is this? Like,
0: we could have gotten 30 more minutes of Cracked Out Whitney. Something. The, yeah. the Diane
1: story of it. Anything. And then um, towards the end of the movie, they cut away. But she's like about to like, you know, it's the night that she's going to die. And all of a sudden she like goes in and she looks in the mirror at the bathroom and then it cuts away to this fucking Porgy and Bess medley thing from like <laughs> 15 years ago. And they do the whole thing. And like again. Yes, and you're like, wait, are we? Is she gonna die or no? Or is she gonna? We're not gonna. Not like we have to see. Actually, somebody watch her.
0: messed up in the edit room. We're like,
1: why are? What is happening
0: here? <laughs> That's an amazing like flashback. Yeah, it's like
1: what the. It's like did someone like splice this improper? Like what? Absolutely. And, and they like,
0: were like, you know what? <sighs> Don't fix it. Just send it. Yeah, I mean, United there's so Artists much. It out. So
1: much stuff, and they just you're just like. It mainly, it was like activity. her like losing a bunch of money, and she might be a lesbian, she might not be, but like literally, not, it's like skipping stones. It's like brup, 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 dead. Uh,
0: dead porgy. Right. Oh, and she's my only God. 46.
1: 46, 48? The girl
0: like who played her, or
1: Whitney? Whitney Houston.
0: She was 46 when she died?
1: I think 46, 48. Isn't that wild?
0: Wow, crack is a hell of a drug. And to
1: have like that voice.
0: Wow. You Didn't know- she almost. Didn't she? All. Speaking of the bodyguard, I haven't thought about that, but now it's like come up about three times in the last week because we watched the Dolly Parton documentary, and then they just showed the clip of her singing I Will Always Love You. Who did the direction of that video? Why is she in a snowy pasture on a catering rental chair? I'll explain. Because <laughs> I don't remember. I'm, I'm Okay,
1: so I'll tell you what happens. What they're doing with this video is they're... They're taking the voice of a generation, which is Whitney Elizabeth Houston. Uh-huh. And she's uh, on apparently the set of Chicago, and she has that chair that she's singing on with her snappy uh, sport coat. Black button down. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, stir-up pants and boots. Stir- <laughs> and she's singing, single light. No, not even,
0: the- not boots. She had a, a nice, smart Manolo on. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And so She's, she's got singing. no socks. Like right. her
0: ankles are exposed.
1: So what they do when they, you know, the big reveal comes in is it is the winter scene back in the movie. But (sighs) instead of like transporting her maybe on a rock, they keep the chair (laughs) from the set of Chicago and bring it to the middle of the forest, which is now covered in snow. And she's singing (laughs) alone in a forest.
0: Oh, the so the question chair. is,
1: if Whitney Houston sings in the forest, does anybody hear it?
0: <laughs> and the answer is yes, to the tune of 500 million downloads. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also like,
1: why? That's a very strange part because I think like someone gets shot in the in, in the winter part, like it doesn't.
0: And then she's suddenly like Kevin Costner is holding her, like cradling her and running. I, I,
1: right, fun fact, that's actually not her.
0: But it's sort of like an Olin Mills moment where it's like she's in the foreground, but this thing is sort of a hazy memory to her right. Yes. Oh, you know, like videos were different back then. Nobody right. cared.
1: Set out of Chicago.
0: Okay.
1: But yet the background is now filling with Smoky. smoke. So there's apparently there's a fire on the stage.
0: Alright, so we're getting real close to her eyes. They're gonna open. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, when you didn't see what our Academy Award-winning producer was at that pinnacle moment, was a very brief clip of a pornography, pornography, pornography film.
0: I'm it's a woman I'm so, getting a mushroom tattoo. Uh, oh,
1: pistol whipped by a man's penis. And I uh, can't. I don't know. I can't even get words out of my mouth. I
0: can't stop laughing.
1: I did not expect that. It also looked like a, like a hot dog. Like an undercooked know, hot dog. I know, it's very. That can't be real.
0: It girthy. That's
1: gross. <laughs> I, did not expect. I kind of want to
0: see it again. It's coming. Oh, I needed a laugh like that. Oh, shit. You guys need a laugh. That's why we're here for you. So let's do this shit. Let's Can pull we- our
1: dicks out and slap you <laughs> till you hit that high note.
0: Slap you till you hit the high note. Oh, dear! Because we All will right. always love you. Let's so let's whip, whip it out. It. This week's theme is fire. Fire in the hole. Fire in my hole and in that poor girl's hole. Dear yeah. God.
1: Can. <laughs> Maybe she needs one of her teeth pulled out. Mazel talk. Maybe she, Maybe she needs four removed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's got a UTI. <laughs> the other,
1: yeah. The other thing is like. So how much on a post? Like, so here's the estimates of what's gonna happen to your dog. <gasps> I'm like, so, okay, so how much is it for a tooth extraction? Anywhere between thirty dollars and three hundred.
0: Oh, I love like, that Who night. What the fuck ra- are you supposed to plan? A <laughs> nice wide range. So I'm like, what It now? could be $5 or it could be 5000 Right. We won't know until we get in there.
1: So I'm budgeted in my brain for whatever. Aim like,
0: high. Always aim for the high. And when
1: he's like, yeah, we removed four. I was like, that hit. <gasps> you sunk my battle <laughs> <laughs> No way, Jose. What? You smashed my fist in. Oh, I remember him. Um
0: Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, anyway. All right. Fire. We're talking fire. All Let's right. do this, this thing. This
1: is from the Los Angeles Times, Los Angeles, California, March twenty-second, 1985. Hot news story draws fire from afar.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Dear Abby. That was a fire alarm. Oh. Uh,
1: dear Abby, <laughs> what a strange coincidence. On the same day you printed a letter signed, Grateful in Molesboro, Delaware, praising the heroism of volunteer firemen, this Associated Press item appeared Date state-lined Salem, Arkansas. Volunteer firefighters refused to fight a fire that destroyed Anthony Brazil's $150,000 house and killed the family dog because they said he had not paid $20 in annual fees. They just, So they let it burn? They just, can I finish? I'm oh, sorry,
0: I'm oh, sorry, sorry everybody, sorry.
1: They just sat there and watched it burn. We have nothing left but the clothes on our backs and our cars, Brazil said. The chief of Salem's volunteer fire department, Ronnie Courtney said, we've had a policy for a number of years. If you're not a member, we don't fight the fire. The fire association charges $250 to put out a fire, but the fire victim must be a member whose $20 annual dues are paid.
0: That'll learn them.
1: When Brazil, uh, Brazil and his wife were at church when Brazil's brothers discovered the blaze Sunday morning. Uh, Courtney said flames were coming out of the windows when firefighters arrived in three trucks staying near the house to make sure the house the fire did not spread. Neighbors offered to pay20 dollars and the additional 250 if the fire department would fight the fire, but the firefighters refused. The firefighters uh, were just standing around. as a matter of fact, they were out of the hu- they, they were out hosing their their new fire trucks down in oh. the street to keep it clean, uh, said Barney Taylor, <laughs> a member of the church <laughs> of Brazil's 10, signed. Peter W. Many Jr., New Orleans. Okay. So, I don't know if there's a... really a question. Oh, there's no, oh. Dear Peter, thanks for sending the item. I received several, several from other parts of the country. I cannot understand how any person could justify the actions of Salem, Arkansas, volunteer firefighters. If their chief, Ronnie Courtney, or any of their volunteer firefighters who stood by to refuse to fight a fire that destroyed the house and killed a family dog has anything to say in their defense, please write. I will gladly print it. Can you imagine...
0: Flames coming out of the windows. There's
1: something else. It's like, hey, Brazil, remember when you fucked my wife?
0: I was literally going to say that. Exactly. And I thought, oh, God, is my family from Salem, Arkansas? Because this is so something they would do. Yeah. Which is like, let it burn.
1: It's like one of those things where it's like, I'd rather on myself then put your fire out.
0: Exactly. You borrowed my lawnmower in 1986. You <laughs> light a cigarette off of the house. Here's
1: what you guys are going to do. Get all the trucks out in front and then start washing them with <laughs> your own hose.
0: In fact, let's get some girls out here with Daisy Dukes on.
1: <laughs> Car wash!
0: Oh, it's so foamy oh, out here. Oh, it's so fucking
1: hot out Look here. Look at all this water. Why don't it's you so put wack. the fire out in my pussy? <laughs> Ew. What? And I...
0: Uh... <laughs> I love it. It's more than the $20. I agree with Something. you. Something. Some shit went down in Salem Market. So you're going to so, let
1: someone's what, however expensive house burn down to the ground with uh, a dog inside. That's because the part where I'm
0: like, that's a bridge too far. That right. I, If I hear an animal is involved, I will lose my mind. I would run into the burning building.
1: Oh, well, Absolutely. And
0: then I would let it burn. I would go and get the animals and then come out and be like, yeah, fuck you, Anthony.
1: And I got your wallet, but I'm taking it.
0: <laughs> I also got the Bose speakers, because they're mine. You borrowed them.
1: <laughs> they're like stuck to his hands. <laughs> oh! it. I guess they are mine. <laughs> it's worth it now. I it's can hear it. music whenever I want. <laughs>
0: He's got music coming out of his hands. No, seriously, I do. He's magical.
1: Not really. i just uh, I'm a burn victim.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, and the thing is, my all my uncles were firefighters. So that feels very much like something that would happen in my hometown. How about you that? Fuck with the Maguires?
1: Fuck you. How about this the woman that sets fire to the uh, make the the gay pride flag that said like make make America gay again? I don't know how dumb people are, but there's like a camera hidden everywhere. This
0: is what I don't understand. If we've
1: learned nothing from Dateline at the Red Roof Inn, there's a camera everywhere. <laughs>
0: if we've learned nothing from Dateline is that there is a camera embedded in Keith Morrison. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I don't is there?
1: This bitch rolls up Gets out of the back seat, sets fire to this gay pride flag, which then sets fire because like there's this trend where these restaurants have like these really ornate like uh, displays outside where it's like fake flowers wrapped around like basically whatever in front of Hades Town right now or the Dickens exactly so it spreads burns the whole front of the, the restaurant which of course has people Canvars. living above it. Oh, yeah, 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 that too. (laughs) Cameras and people. Right. So this woman comes up to the flag, which is basically the front door of some apartment building where there's the camera just taking pictures of her. And of course, the car that she drives. Like, what do you (laughs) think?
0: What are you thinking? What is anybody thinking? There are cameras on every square inch of everywhere in America, unless you just want to look right at it and give like a little wink and a little shoulder shrug.
1: And here's the other thing. You did this to a homosexual. As if we don't know how to find like it's like if someone's like, I met a new guy, what's his name? Uh Timmy, Timmy what? Timmy Long, and you're like, Oh, is this him? And like you just within seconds, this gay community can track this person down. Oh yes, he had sex with this person. He blew this guy, he gave him crabs, he gave herpes this one, blah blah blah. It's really nice guy. Yeah, really nice guy though. Mm -hmm. This girl, two days. Like I don't think anything. I don't, I don't think anyone thought that she was going to be caught. Everyone posted it. I mean, we basically—you
0: blasted her, it. Yeah, yeah, you flushed it out.
1: Yeah, it was oh, fantastic.
0: KCSI. That's what's missing. Is like let let gay men be the ones to solve these crimes. Be like, no, the Murdoch guy was down by the kennels because I blew his son (laughs) on the grounds later, earlier that day, so I know exactly how many minutes it takes to run from the kennels back up to the house with your pants around your ankles. Your Honor, I
1: can corroborate that. See, there was a gangbang down by the kennels and I was the last one to show up and then I did a Snapchat and he happened to be next to me and he had this gun in his hand. Anyway, that's where Johnny came in because Johnny was blowing me, but then I had a fist up his friend and then any, is this too much?
0: Anyway, anyway, Suffice anyway, it. Suffice to say, it. he did it. I time-stamped on his head.
1: <laughs> <And> I... <laughs> right. We're all like Christy Swanson from Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: <laughs> exactly. Hey, pass out of the
1: 31 Flavors. Sounds pretty serious.
0: <laughs> all right. I have an article for you from the uh, the Tribune, huh? In St. Louis Obispo, California. And what? Uh, Saint Louis Obispo. San Louis, San what? Saint Louis. Obispo. Uh-huh. Obispo. 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 <laughs> you Saint
1: Saint Louis Saint Abispo. Louis
0: Obispo. I could just keep saying that for the next twenty yeah. minutes. Obispo.
1: What, what are you wearing?
0: Fire alarms <laughs> need new batteries. Saint Louis Abispo. It's San Luis Obispo. Oh, just behind the neck of my oh. decotage. I said decolletage today, too. <laughs> what? Why is that word the thing that's in the ether? Anyway. Because
1: we're child, children of the 80s. We
0: are. We're connected by, just say, Charlie. All right. <laughs> this is the article. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Fire alarms need new batteries. I'll say. Dear Anlanders, as a fire chief in a large metro area, I am continually dismayed by the disproportionately high number of needless home fire deaths in the African-American community. In the oh, there's like a smudge over here. Oh no! And African Americans are blank, blank more likely to die in a blank. I'm assuming fire.
1: Was this Mad Libs?
0: It is. There's just like a smudge over it that I could have probably found this on a different paper. I, but mean, yeah, I, I decided no, to double fine. down. You know what? Just do the one. <laughs> it's fine. It's an ink blot. Yeah, it's a Rorschach test. Are more likely to die in a fire than <laughs> ant house fire than any other demographic group. This is three times too many. The most common evidence found in the rubble of a home fire is a smoke detector with dead batteries. As the first vice president of the International Association of Fire Chiefs and an African-American, I urge all residents nationwide to adopt a simple, potentially life-saving habit, changing the batteries in their smoke detectors when they change their clocks back to standard time in October. Ooh, I like that tip. That uh, what well, we're not changing times anymore, I thought, so that could really screw things. I doubt that's going to happen. I know. And please help us by reminding your readers to change their smoke detector batteries during the fall time change weekend, October 29th to 30th. Thank you for helping us save lives. Mm. Sincerely, Chief Lamont Ewell, First Vice President, International Association of Fire Chiefs, Oakland Fire Department. Dear Chief, dear Chief Ewell, I am grateful to you For a message that could save countless lives, not only in the United States, but in other countries where my column appears. My column is everywhere. (laughs) On behalf of my readers who will immediately change their smoke detector batteries, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. And good day. Uh, We lived next door to people who never changed their batteries. It was, you know, tight neighborhood. So you can see and hear the things that are happening in these other people's sure. homes. What I don't understand is how you could live in a home with a a detector beeping that the batteries were low, and just be fine with it. You don't want to find the source of this sound.
1: Maybe they're deaf.
0: They are not. They are actively not deaf. I know this It'd because be they like to hug their. head.
1: For two straight
0: weeks. Two weeks this went on. Did you say anything? We called. We had to call somebody because I was like, "This is what is happening," and it's maddening to me because I'm at home in the house, and you just hear. Eh.
1: That would drive me fucking crazy. It
0: was high pitched. It was angry, and it was happening every minute. Oh, fun! And they lived in the house with that sound. I live in the house with a different kind of sound. Yes, but still, the sound were dubbed. Different. That's those are dulcet tones. I don't know why they did not change it. But we actually had to call the fire department on them, and then they found out they had a whole other family living in the basement. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't do anything. <laughs> like, change hey, your batteries. Thanks,
1: Aaron, for calling somebody.
0: It was a safety issue.
1: It was like what four two sets of grandparents, like in Willy Wonka. Yeah,
0: and they're just staring at each other. Yeah, in
1: one bed. Doesn't one anybody
0: want to turn on the TV? Doesn't
1: anyone want to shower?
0: Who wants to play canasta? Your feet stink.
1: Oh, you can't get out of bed until I get this chocolate ticket, dickhead?
0: Chocolate ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So beeping. That's all. That's all I have to say. I don't
1: think I have a smoke detector in my house.
0: Well, you live in an apartment in New York. There has to be someone somewhere, right? I don't know. Can you imagine? Oh.
1: I, I mean, I have one in a cabinet. I just haven't put what
0: it What happens it. if there's a fire in your building?
1: I have absolutely no idea because there's no fire escape.
0: Let it burn. What? No? No. On your, on your. I almost said block.
1: En- entire building, there's no fire escape.
0: Are you shitting me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it, should we call somebody?
1: There's a fire. You literally
0: m- live across the street from a fire department.
1: So I hope they're on time.
0: All you have to do is open up the window and be like, Hey!
1: <laughs> Sam! Sam!
0: Grab yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin.
1: No, this one's a doozy.
0: Yeah, it's, it, oh, it hurts. Can you hurry up? <laughs> Throw me the hose.
1: <laughs> but we do have a fire hose on our floor. But I guess if the fire is in front of my door, I'm going to You're die. fucked.
0: Yeah. Right. Just I go right know. out the window.
1: To 8th Avenue down, seven flights. Yeah. I guess so.
0: Just shimmy down the side of the building. Because that'll work. It will.
1: Huh. Actually, well, You're allegedly, thinking about it if now, there's aren't a you? fire, there. we were told that if there's a fire in their unit, it's contained within the unit because it's so well made, allegedly.
0: Lead, that's what they mean. The walls but are made of lead.
1: If there's a fire, if there is a fire, I don't know how uh, I'd get. It. There is no fire escape.
0: Wow, and I'm
1: kind of on a cor- that corner. So there's no. I mean, if I jump down,
0: I would you will land. break the legs,
1: right? But and you're
0: on I- the second floor.
1: No. Right? I'm on the seventh floor.
0: Oh, oh yeah, you're fucked.
1: But if I jumped off the side, which then I'd hit the roof of our building.
0: Or you could Looney Tunes, it hit the awning and bounce.
1: There's no awning.
0: Oh, damn it. And I don't trust
1: anything. And there's
0: no scaffolding you could latch on to. No. Oh.
1: I don't know how this would work. Just oh, pray to God that. Uh, Somebody call the cops. Hopefully someone sees something. We'll see. You we'll see we'll figure it out. Please say something. If
0: you see something, take a picture of it.
1: Yeah, and then send it to me. And then
0: post it online. Are you okay? Tag me.
1: This is from the Bennington Banner, Bennington, Vermont, Tuesday, May 22nd, 1990. Dear Abby, the headline read, child, age two, dies in house fire. I work as a paramedic firefighter for a small fire department, and although the fire did not occur on my shift, it happened in my district. I became enraged when the facts of the fire became known. Why would any loving parent give a child a cigarette lighter to play with? The excuse the mother offered was that she didn't think that the boy would be able to light it. How wrong was she? The investigation showed that the child had set eight separate fires of their house on the... I don't Um, mean mean to laugh. (laughs)
0: Sorry, it's not funny, but it's, it's funny.
1: The investigation showed that the child had set eight separate areas of their house on fire while others slept. He became frightened and awakened his grandmother, but they became separated in the confusion and smoke. Another needless death due to the parents' carelessness and the lack of a $10 smoke detector. Signed, a bitter and saddened firefighter, Largo, Florida. Largo. Dear bitter and saddened. Perhaps someone will read this and realize that children as young as two years old are fascinated with fire and are capable of operating a cigarette lighter. Also, this can be a reminder to test your smoke alarm, if you have one. And if you haven't, what a wonderful Father's Day gift it would make. All the kids could pitch in and buy it, and buy Dad one. It's June 17th.
0: Happy Father's Day, everybody. Sorry, your kid is dead. Sorry, but what a great gift it would be. Don't let him play with that sword. Oh, sorry. Wow, what, what a, a weird segment. What a weird pivot yeah. to get to the Hallmark holiday uh-huh. celebrating becoming a father when your child is dead. Yeah. Happy birthday, everybody.
1: Sorry about your house and kid.
0: Oh, my Oops. God. I, I, you know what? My hat's off to them for figuring out <laughs> figure out a lighter
1: how who's like you know what
0: let him play i with think it's weird when fire. people give
1: their kids a phone because eventually the fire department's going to show up or the police or something
0: 100 percent.
1: here here's a lighter what's the worst could happen i don't know that it starts a fire that it burns the child what the fuck is wrong with you
0: like don't you have tinker toys what year is this Give that kid operation. How
1: did he burn himself? I gave him my lit cigarette and I just said, play with that.
0: I don't know what happened. That's so something I would do as a mother, though, let's be Hold honest. This. I don't know. I gave him a bottle of Tito's to roll around. He drank half of it.
1: Then he got in the car. He drove. I told him to get some cigarettes on the way back. He killed four people.
0: And now he's on trial.
1: I know. He got in the wrong cigarette. He got the wrong
0: cigarette. My bad. <laughs> He was at the dog kennels. I don't know. <laughs> Getting brave. I don't. It's all. T- it's all more than I can. I don't know. I, it was just a toy. It was just an idea. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm just a parent. I tell you what. Lighter. Lighter, everybody. All right, you lighter. You broader. I got one final article for you from the Herald Palladium, everybody's favorite Palladium in Saint Joseph's, Michigan. Saint Joseph's chewable aspirin.
1: Everybody. Oh. Pull out your Saint. St. Joseph's Chewable Aspirin, and eat the
0: whole We've thing. We've got an article. Whenever some Eat a St. Joseph's Chewable Aspirin whenever somebody says St. Joseph, I swear to God, I'm going to get them for us one day, and then we're going to eat them like candy. And I've got to be rare. like, surprise, I've replaced Patrick's regular Skittles with St. Joseph's Chewable Aspirin. Now
1: laced with cocaine.
0: It's delicious. It's just a little fentanyl. All right. Firefighters do care. Dear Ann Landers, I have been a firefighter for five years. Ooh, that's a lot of f- 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 yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say, "It took those firemen twenty minutes to get here." Actually, the average response time in our city is five to seven minutes. The other famous line is, "Why are those firemen just standing around? Don't they care?" The fact is, we do care, or we would have taken easier jobs. When you see firefighters standing around, you can be sure there are plenty of us working inside and taking a beating.
1: Oh. I beg your pardon. I gotta go to the firehouse (laughs) more often. uh...
0: Those standing around are there to relieve the ones who drop from exhaustion. Do you have any idea what it is like to be a firefighter? Let me tell you you go into a building that may have been torched by some creep who was paid a few bucks by an owner anxious to collect the insurance, or someone thought it would be a good way to get back at a person he didn't like, or even worse, a little kid was left unattended and decided to play with matches. There you go. As we just heard. You get inside after most likely climbing three or four staircases, sometimes it's eight or ten flights, while wearing 30 pounds of gear and equipment. Once inside, you search for people. The first place you have to look is where the fire is, and you can't have your hand in front of your face. Have you ever been in a room full of fire? I have! The heat is so intense, it feels like someone is squeezing your earlobes with a pair of pliers. It's kind of getting sexy now. (laughs) The temperature is so high, you become... Instantly soaked right down to your shorts.
1: Your nipples are hard (laughs) as rocks.
0: And then suddenly somebody's whipping out a and slapping you with the fender. (laughs) When you've done your best, when you've done the best you can and your body gives out, you have to find the strength to get outside. You thank the Lord that you made it. Now all those firemen who are just standing around take over where you left off until the job is done. If you're lucky, you don't fall through a floor or have a wall or a ceiling cave in on you. The worst is when you have to carry out the dead, especially children. Wow, this took a turn. Damn, it tears your heart right out of you. It's a comedy podcast, everybody, especially when a parent survives and sees these kids. I hope you will print this letter in your column, Anne. There's a lot more to our job than sitting around and playing cards. Just sign me, J.D., New York. Dear J.D., thanks for a wonderful letter. Recently I saw a Chicago firefighter on the news. He was at the scene of a fire where six people died. The man was sobbing. He kept repeating, it was awful, there was nothing we could do to save them. It brought home to me what a difficult job these people have. I say, God bless the firefighters all over the world. They are truly heroes, often unsung and underappreciated. Ayan, I will say, well, as I come from a family of firefighters, I haven't ever heard the stories of like them fighting fires. Like when I really think about it, I've only heard the stories of the ridiculous stuff, like when my mother passed out and lost control in front of the movie theater. Like we literally grew up in a kind of 1950s town where it's like everybody knows everybody and you know the judge is also the state comptroller who's also the lead firefighter who also slept with you know Susan down the street you know everybody kind of knows but my uncles were in the firehouse the night that my mother passed out in front of the movie theater and I've told you this story right? I think so. Where she shit her pants. (laughs)
1: I'm sure she likes it to be retold.
0: Everybody, welcome to Dear Pod, the Comedy Advice Podcast. I was sitting in s'mores. (laughs) It was warm and moist. They went to, this dates this. They were seeing Gary Oldman's Dracula. Wow. So that's what, like, probably 90s? 90s, yeah. Timeless classic. And my mother had a flu and she was sick, but she went to the movie theater because she. To spread it. Exactly. She. I never even thought about that.
1: I feel terrible. Let's go to the movie crowded with people.
0: Where on a Friday night?
1: I might have diarrhea.
0: I mean, we'll see what happens. All this is she. She said your father wanted to go see a movie, so I shut him up and I went to go see Dracula with Gary Oldman. Wait, Gary
1: Oldman in the movie, or he was with them?
0: I would assume he was with them. Okay, but now he won't talk to our family ever again because of what transpired moments later. When she walked out of the movie theater and she decided, this is where I faint. And so she fainted right outside the movie theater. She she lost control of everything. And uh, well. my father, being the gentleman that he was, when he got upwind of her, realized what happened. And he just put his foot under her head so that it wasn't in the snow. Class. Gentleman. So, anywho... Ambulance comes. All my mother wants to do is go home because this runs in our family. We faint and just shut ourselves up.
1: Someone get the hose.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's why we're in a family of firefighters, so we can just deal with this within the family.
1: Where's the fire? Nothing. Just your. I need you to bidet my ass. I right
0: need now. you to I'm hose so... my mother down. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's in front of with, the Capitol movie theater. Filled with,
1: she's filled with her own fecal matter.
0: So ambulance comes. They pick her up. She gets in the ambulance and the guy's like, Ellen? And it was somebody that she had a crush on in high school who was now in oh the <laughs> I've never told you this. I
1: think I would have remembered this
0: part. <laughs> Ellen? Now think of your high school crush. Now you've just shit your pants and you're in the back of an ambulance. I'd be like I'd be like,
1: Of course this is happening.
0: Could you just drive this right into the river? Just
1: you know what? Do not resuscitate. There's nothing wrong with you. Just kill me now.
0: How many drugs do you have in here that could end a life? Pull those defibrillators and just like... <laughs> just that.
1: Yeah. Like, but we don't need to. Just do it. I don't want to be here now.
0: I'm done. I'm done with this yeah, life. It's
1: fine. But you're only 34. Kill me.
0: It's fine. I, I've had a this good time. This isn't
1: life-threatening. It. I just shit myself <laughs> in public.
0: And I had... Oh, hi, Bill. I remember you from freshman algebra class. Yeah.
1: I'm going to pretend that I can't smell this <laughs> horrible thing.
0: She just fixes her hair a little. <laughs> yeah.
1: With a little bit of poop on her finger, just brushing her bangs away. I'm just like, uh, do you want a napkin? No, I'm fine. I just need to get this out of my hair. Something... No,
0: hey, hey, what's up? Smears a little bit more. Yeah,
1: it's just By the end of it, she looks like a cheetah. Just strakes all over her face.
0: <laughs> so they take her to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. It all gets settled. And my uncle came in to relieve the guys in the fire department, which is like right around the corner from where this happened. And uh, he didn't know that that had happened yet. Because this was just hours later. He goes into the fire department. It's like 6 a.m. He's like, hey, anything happened last night? Somebody goes, ah, no. Some guy tried to kill himself. And some lady shit herself. <laughs> and that lady was his sister. Love that. My mother.
1: But they didn't tell him? They didn't know. Oh.
0: Then my, we, then my, of course the story gets back around my family and then we put two and two together and my uncle's like, you're the lady you shitters." You're the mad shitter. You're the shitter.
1: How was the movie?
0: I think what happened to my mother is a good testament to how bad Gary Oldman's Dracula was. (laughs) The makeup.
1: Other than the assassination, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln?
0: Exactly. Exactly, like a ringing endorsement. This was pre Yelp. <laughs> One star would not recommend Gary Oldman's Dracula. It will make you shit your pants. <laughs> might be good advertising. Yeah.
1: Oh, I like I like to shit my pants.
0: Oh, I'll see that. Absolutely. Got a right. fifty on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's chug right along. You know what I think it's time for? It's time for Instagram. Mail. You've shit your pants now. You're sitting in it. You've s'mored yourself on the corner of Arlington Center. I haven't and seen you
1: since we were in high school. Let me fix my face and what's on my hand.
0: Let me take out my D and I'll your face and, and I, I will always shit read my How many girls across America thought that they could sing that song like Whitney Houston? Did you ever see the video of the girl who kept trying to sing it? And she kept messing up and screaming. Of course, I did. I could watch that video on repeat.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> My favorite is like the last time she tries it and her hands are over her face and she's like, oh, like, okay, one more time, just one more time, yeah. you can do it.
1: She's also sitting down, trying to I don't do it! Ah! <laughs> like pissed.
0: Just pissed. Sitting, angry, singing, and I will always love you. Right.
1: I'm. You know what? I'm going to sit here. I'm going to try to hit that note. I'm not trained. I'm,
0: I'm 10 years old. I'm
1: 10 years old. I'm sitting down somewhere.
0: In a double wide.
1: Right. And uh, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going right. to keep going for it because the more I attempt, the better my voice will sound.
0: Exactly. And the more I scream, the more likely I am.
1: Yeah. And as soon as I put the cigarette down.
0: With the light. Let me let me give my lighter to my younger brother. Let's go in. It's well, Instagram mail time. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial. Send us a question if you would like it answered by one of the two of us or two of the both of us right here on mm-hmm. the air. Patty, what is it?
1: Dearpod, my friend has asked me to cat sit again and while I don't mind helping my friends out, the last time didn't go so well. I walked in defeated and... And make sure that he had water and to check to make sure all was okay. But I noticed that the door was cracked open. I panicked and ran up and down the apartment stairs looking for her. I was freaking out because I couldn't find her. I checked the entire apartment on my hands and knees and still couldn't find her. Mind you, I'm horribly allergic to cats and now have cat hair all over me from searching. When I stopped to survey the apartment and worry that I let the cat out, I hear a meow coming from the couch. Couldn't find the cat. I knelt, under, knelt down under the couch, fully now immersed in an abundance of cat hair from under the sofa that she apparently doesn't vacuum, to find that the cat has burrowed itself into the sofa by tearing the underlining and crawling inside. I nearly set the sofa on fire. I was so enraged. Needless to say that the cat was fine and I had Benadryl. Do I tell my friend this or should, or would I sound like a crazy person? Signed, Achu in Chicago.
0: Oh. Dear oh, okay. I was, re- I was giving you a moment.
1: Dear Achoo, I think you answered your own question. After that Laurel and Hardy routine, I would have ditched your friend and changed your number. I'm surprised the story didn't end with you in the hospital with all that cat hair covering your body. To be honest, I think that the cat did this on purpose. They are sneaky and too clever for their own good. I'm sure it was laughing at you the entire time you were sweeping the floor with your jacket. A dog would never do this to you. Mm-mm. Only a cat. Your lucky cats can't shoot a firearm because nothing would be more terrifying than a sniper kitty. Word to the wise when a friend with a cat asks for a favor. Move.
0: Very similar thought processes happening over here. Are you ready for yes. Anne's answer? And then we will unpack this. Dear Ochu, silence, like my showers, are golden. There's no need to tell your friend her creepy-ass cat burrowed itself in her sectional from Raymore and Flanagan. What good does it do? The cat is alive, and you can breathe again, thanks to your EpiPen. Now, maybe if you ripped the stuffing out of her sofa and the cat, you'd have some splainin' to do. But I find it best to handle these moments like my family handles everything. Don't say anything, let it seethe, then keep it in your mind like a vendetta to be unleashed on your deathbed. And let this be a lesson to you. The next time someone asks you to cat-sit, say no. They know you're a stranger. They know you're coming. And they know your weakness. These beasts are smarter than you. One time I cat-sit, I opened the door. That thing had my tax returns for the last seven years laid out on the table. (laughs) So what I'm saying is never try. Best to keep your mouth shut and your distance from this pal's apartment. Good luck, you allergic son of a bitch. And happy Benadryl. Ayy! Wait, you said something about vacuuming a sofa Do you do this? No What? Do you vacuum your sofa? Oh yeah Oh my god It's an ultimate That's the height of a dapper homosexual I I have never vacuumed my sofa Well,
1: because there's dog hair all over your
0: stuff Well, we don't We don't We have Oh. Our dogs have, like, regular people hair, like, oh. not fur. Oh. Our dogs are perfect and do nothing wrong ever.
1: You just told me that the dog shed. Our dogs head. are perfect. Okay.
0: And they do nothing wrong. Okay. So, wait, you... But your couch is leather. Yeah. How do you but vacuum tough, a... Le-
1: you oh. take out the little wand and you suck out all the hair.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, lessons learned. Uh, you know. Cat sit, dog sit. No uh, sit. I, no sit. I... I have I like sitting I, I've done the cat sit for our friends uh, Chuck and Paul I like cat sitting because they're very it's very low maintenance
1: I the thing is I actually really like cats it's take I, I first I hated them because I was so allergic to them and then I really liked them and then I got these allergy shots and I was okay but then they stopped working and now I have like five. If I see it, if I, if you don't tell me that a cat's there and then I'm there, I literally will give myself 10 minutes before I have to call.
0: Patrick, why is your tongue thick? Yeah. Why are you talking like Mike Tyson?
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys. I need to, <laughs> I need to get the, th- the fuck out of here. Anyone
0: have a, uh oh, Jules has a lighter. That can't oh. be good. Oh,
1: fire. Fire in your fire! hole. Fire!
0: Um, I, I like the cat setting because it's very simple. Look, I, I was a cat person growing up. We only had cats. Like you
1: dressed as a cat?
0: Uh, oh, I was in cats.
1: Mm, I maybe did that's that. It.
0: Yes. Uh, and once oh. you, oh, very, very fancy flames oh, look going at on here. What's
1: happening with this glass?
0: Oh, George glass. I love animals. So I will take care of your animal.
1: Let's get into animal. Let me hear your body talk. Oh, rest your body talks.
0: You know what I think it's time for? I no. think it's time for a little bevy. We've earned it, haven't yeah.
1: we? A bevy. It's D'Angelo. time. Oh.
0: Specialty so cocktail, cocktail Beverly D'Angelo, D'Angelo.
1: <laughs> We're we drinking her We need to sing about
0: her more Than we think we're <laughs> Drinking to Bev Yes, we're drinking to Bev She had the most luscious breasts Of any actress in the 80s Am I right, ladies? I guess so Who doesn't love Beverly D'Angelo? And who do. doesn't love a drink On a Saturday morning? What do you say? This week's specialty cocktail is the Old Flame. What a coincidence. Sometimes James Jules Ferris has been referred to as an Old Flamer. What are the odds? Oh. Oh, interesting. For this you will need, oh, I think we might like this. One ounce Bombay dry gin. One half ounce sweet vermouth. One half ounce Campari. One half ounce Cointreau. And one ounce fresh orange juice. Now you will want to shake all ingredients in an ice-filled cocktail shaker, strain into a chilled cocktail glass, and garnish with a flamed orange zest coin. Now here are the tasting notes. Oh bye! things are on fire today in the Maha Tiki Bar. We're rubbing sticks together over some booze and see if we can come up with a spark. What we did come up with was the old flame, a variation on the Negroni. And we like Negronis. What's the variation, you ask? Well, just a bit of orange juice and Quantro to throw some sweetness into this flame. And really, who needs an old drink today? Been there, done that. We're all about improving what we have learned in the past. Sure, there's truth in saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I enjoy living by the quote, This duck au l'orange is just divine. Can I please have some ketchup? Cheers, everybody! And those are Jules' tasting notes. Are you ready for the old flame?
1: Here
0: we go, everybody. Going in gently. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I love the oh. oh. I like
1: how the gin comes back around and just smacks you it
0: with its dick. And I. I. Yep. Oh my God, it does. It does. I see. It took me a minute. It goes down my throat slower than yours. No, yours is just like an open tunnel. It's like the Holland yeah. Tunnel on a Friday.
1: It's the Holland Taylor Tunnel.
0: Mm. This is good because it tastes, it pretty much tastes exactly like a Negroni.
1: <laughs> it's With, sweet. I think there's
0: a little bit more sweetness in it, but I like a bitter drink. So I,
1: It's party in the front, business in the back. You
0: are what you drink, and that's me. Take a sip of that, Julesy. Check out your work. See if you did a good job. And I like... I w- not when you get a Negroni, you're a Negroni drinker, right?
1: No, I am not.
0: Why did I think you were? I don't know. I wish that Negronis came in coupe glasses more often.
1: Okay, they why? don't
0: always. Sometimes they come in like a like a rocks glass with rocks in it, and I like a light, nice martini glass. I'm still going. Is this bad?
1: No, a, no, I mean I.
0: I mean I'm still drinking.
1: I have an automobile out in front, so
0: whatever. <laughs> We gave the kid a car, we gave him some booze and a lighter. I can't be responsible for what happened. I happens, gave a him a bottle of
1: hairspray and a lighter. What could possibly happen? I don't understand what torch. went
0: wrong, you know.
1: <clears throat> I also I used to do that too cuz I was a child of matches. <laughs> I loved to burn fires and then I also liked the hairspray with a lighter and you're just you could just fucking torch anything.
0: How old were you when you were doing this?
1: Grade school, I don't
0: know. Ah, a boy, start him young.
1: I would like hide in the bushes and just set shit on fire. Wow! Like you're a pyro. I'm like, yeah.
0: I like it and, fire. and fires good. Look, you have to accept pyros these Listen, days. Listen, if
1: no one's gonna raise me, I'm gonna do whatever I want.
0: I'm gonna raise myself like a mad wild child in the woods.
1: Correct. Please. Like my pink. parents
0: are just like, just go play with a chainsaw for a while. It's the fine. 80s
1: were different. It, they really were.
0: If, if they were fine with us playing with lawn darts, I don't see any problem in playing with matches.
1: They're giving children a lawnmower. What the worst can happen? I don't know.
0: I mean, come on.
1: It's a spinning blade.
0: I mean, I told you that my father put the slip and slide and pointed it out to the street, right? Yes. <laughs> so we weren't exactly... Look, this is called survival of the fittest. If you survived the 80s, you were meant to be on this planet.
1: I mean, people who had the slip and slide, there is really, a strong chance that concrete is in your future, literally, because it usually ends at the sidewalk, which is where the cement is.
0: Most people who own a slip and slide don't own the property to accommodate the length of the slip and slide.
1: unless you have some kind of like— Villa. Unless you're living you on a
0: southern plantation with Ro-Ro and Pa-Pa eating that chicken and a bubblegum caught himself a and, and then it's just
1: uncouth to have a slip and slide.
0: Exactly. And you won't want to see a slip and slide on the front, you know, on Tara. No. You know? No. Ruins the Tara aesthetic. Reed.
1: no. <laughs> this episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.